you've cracked a cord on providing a really valuable system for your clients. It solves a real problem. People always want crews to come into their office and disrupt everything, but you're solving a real problem and you're making recurring revenue to support them with, you know, coaching, post-production and making sure that they're getting value from their investment. And I predict that what you'll see is years and years of people going, why would we stop this? Mr. Schwager, it's been a while since you've been on the show and it's great to have you back. And for anyone watching this, I mean, Chris is a pretty good looking dude, but I don't know, this this lockdown is just kind of, it's, it's just, are you using new shampoo? Are you using a new trimmer? Because you're looking, <laughs> looking pretty sharp, dude. Mate, it's more time out in the sun, more time with my feet on the ground. There was a period through the first two weeks of this recent lockdown where I was really frustrated. I was listening to all the news media i was listening i was watching tiktoks and tiktoks became like fun little videos turned propaganda and like everything was covid 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 and i was like oh my god i've really got to change this this attitude like it seemed like the whole world was against me and everybody you know go on a little fitness run and and feel like everybody was talking about either covid or something negative and i was like you know what this is not healthy <laughs> so just change it up you know it's true you've got to you've got to be careful what algorithm you're allowing yourself to tune into yeah yeah i said to all my clients right at the beginning of covid first thing you got to do is not watch the news get off social media because it's very easy to believe that this covid thing that's happened to us all is the reason why business has been tough actual fact it hasn't been tough for a lot of people because They've, they've found ways to embrace the humanity of a client relationship. And you're one of those guys that I know in your business never sits still. So I'd love to hear a bit about, I'm sure the audience love to hear, you know, how did you guys at Ridge respond to the last 18 months of chaos? And for context, for anyone who doesn't know Chris, he's based in Sydney. They've had two significant lockdowns. Um, talk me through the process you went through as a company and how you've come out of that at the other end. Well, we didn't have as much of a leap, I don't think, as a lot of people did. I mean, we knew at the first lockdown that we needed to do something you know, different and still reach out. And a lot of what you had talked about through that period was really resonated with me and I had to to find new ways to talk to the market, I think was the main thing. And I always kind of found that whole front end of the lockdown quite interesting because there was a lot of businesses going, well, what are we calling? Like, if we're going to reach out to our clients, what are we calling them about? Like, what are we saying? Is it just an empathy play? Because soon enough, that will wear thin and people will be like, what do you want? <laughs> so there's, there had to be some reason. There had to be an offer, uh, an idea, a new product, a new way of helping our clients than just calling them up and going, oh, do you guys want a video? <laughs> like, that's not enough. And, you know, there's nothing really sexy about selling video. I've always thought it's, it's a tough thing, you know, when production companies I found through that period, now us included, kind of went played the whole, oh, we'll give you a discount on your studio hire play. It was like, I found it just so boring. It's like... Um, it may have been, you know, financially beneficial, but it really, it just wasn't, you know, anything there. There was no real hook or incentive of why people would jump up and start doing things. And so 
to go through this pre prequel, I guess, to this period, we had this concept of the desktop studio that was born out of something that we saw from Wistia and we played with it and we'd done like a beta version of this and effectively it was like an all-in-one studio if you like but the beta version wasn't 100 we built two kits and then we kind of you know got rid of it and that was the end and we we forgot about it for a while and then it was like january of 2019 we went to our business coach and went we are so burnt out with this travel and going to the clients for 15 minute call uh, you know meetings and just the whole preamble and postamble of those meetings and just the downtime was insane and we were exhausted and literally overnight we had decided that we were going to be selling from Zoom. <laughs> that's, that's like the next day, that was it. No more traveling. And that's the best part, by the way, about having a business coach. And like yourself, Dan, I mean, I'm sure there's people in your program that would just do exactly the same. The decisions made, they can get on with their business and move forward. We started doing the Zoom calls and that presented its own form of challenges, right? Because back then it was like having to convince people people to go on to zoom then they've got tech hassles with webcams and sound and how does this work and then we don't have our systems in place to be able to make sure that they're set up correctly there was things that we needed to build but when it came down to it when what the camera saw what our prospective new opportunity saw was me under shitty little logitech webcam with a crappy printer and a door in the background and crappy lighting and that was the first impression we were giving and we think that for a creative business you've got to look and sound the part you know and so we had rebirthed the concept of DIY desktop and built the new and upgraded version which is what we're selling now which is the the DIY de desktop studio in amongst the DIY program and we had two kits built at the end of 2019 and we were actively using them into 2020 and then when lockdown hit, we were like, righto, this is, this is it. This is the way we're moving forward. Yeah, we'll make our calls and all that, but, but primarily we've got to be leading with something. This seems mo like the most logical thing to push forward on. And the first kit we ever sold was Brennan's. We packed it up, we got it out of the studio, and we gave it to the client. <laughs> I have had this conversation with startups and they're like, oh, we think we're going to launch in June. And I was like, do you know when you launch? It's when the, when the paycheck comes. When they're willing to pay, you take the money and you figure out how to build it later. And that's what we did. We had six orders. We had payment for six kits and we didn't have any components. <laughs> we were bringing them in from all over the world. And the biggest thing that we had struggled with was the, the little Logitech adapter that you needed to stream your camera to your computer. But nonetheless, we, we got through that really uh, quickly and we got up and running and we started implementing and installing these kits. And we realized very quickly that if it's just equipment sitting on the desk, it will just be equipment sitting on the desk. Not all people are intuitive and fast learners to be able to go, oh, I'm just going to go like I've got this beautiful looking and sounding setup now automatically become video marketers overnight. It's still required ongoing assistance and support to help people through that on camera training, script templates, ideas about implementing, editing, how and what videos to use, how to use it in sales, you know. These 
gaps were the real things that people struggled with. It wasn't the tech because we'd solved that problem for them. One button switch and on it goes and you're lit up just like I am now within seconds. I had an install yesterday I did for a client and I showed him that and he was like, oh my God. You know, he's, he could record within within minutes and, you know, there was nothing more to do. You make a great point just to cut in there about a lot of video businesses worry overly about, you know, the younger people coming into the market and doing stuff cheaper or clients doing it themselves. But it, as you said, it's, it's one thing to have the gear and then make it look good, but you can make it look good. But if you don't know what to say, how to say it and how to structure it, you're goosed. And what I love about this offer you've created is that you've solved the problem for the client, which was for a period, they couldn't physically have people come to them, number one. Number two, you can have a filmmaker come to your premises and film with you, but if you're not being coached or produced in how to say what you need to say correctly, it doesn't work. So you've actually created a, you've solved the problem and created an ongoing opportunity to support a business ongoing with subscription revenue. And I think it's just genius. And what I just wanted to also say is this didn't happen right off the bat with you. It wasn't like the very first time you had this idea, you got it right. And I just admire you for the fact that you and Brendan have just kept going, trying to figure out the best way to do this. And it sounds now like it's starting to really flow. We'll be back in a short moment. Video is everything. And because the world is now demanding that you appear on camera in some fashion, it's time to get the skills of a professional presenter. Go to ridgefilms.com.au slash DIY because do-it-yourself videos should be easy and they should work. The DIY video program helps you personalize sales, produce video emails, and record videos regularly without the tech hassles. Look and sound amazing in every video meeting. Go to ridgefilms.com.au slash DIY. Yeah, I mean, let's put things into perspective. We're a 20-year-old business who has some process and some system in place to be able to sell market, manage finances and cash flow. We have that in our armourer, if you like. When it came to getting the kit organised, it wasn't like we immediately just assumed that the problem was X, Y, Z, therefore let's build the kit. I mean, we listened to the market. We had a whole bunch of LinkedIn in-mail marketing coming, going out at that first lockdown and people were telling us straight, that most people who presented on camera sucked big time and that they weren't happy and it wasn't satisfactory. So we knew that the gap was weak there. We knew, and I'm still a big believer, this, will, this won't go away. It's not like people are automatically going to just overnight go back and start working. They'll never have a use for webcams again. Do you know what I mean? Like it's going to be. People have fallen in love in a way and not all people, but most, like a lot of people have fallen in love with the concept of home work life balance and been able to be more efficient at home. And the thing that has always stifled them has been, well, how do I do that professionally? You know, and I think that's a big key here with what we're putting together is you can look and sound the best and professional and you don't need to overhaul a studio in your home or office to do it. We did an in-store. An enormous amount of yeah. money. I mean, yeah. like you're in your home office. I'm in my home office. I am 400 meters from, from the beach. I used to have this setup at WeWork in Piermont in Sydney. Yep. It's cost me $5,000 a month. Uh, it's just, that is insane. We've got a video just about to launch on the DIY program webpage. It's 
ridgefilms.com.au slash DIY if you want to go and have a look at it. There's a nice little catalogue of videos starting to brew up there and there's a behind the scenes happening of me actually installing one of these kits and a, this particular client was look oh, we don't really need it for streaming we really just want to be producing training videos at any moment in time we want to be able to stop and just do the training videos and i was like cool where do you want this thing and because i had this beautiful office it was really you know surrey hills decked out and they're like, well, you see that white, you know, petition over there with the big, long white doors behind that. We don't want anybody to see it. Like when we close those petitions, we're closing off the shitty kitchen, the stacked up chairs, the junk that they just would harbor. They'd stick behind that. We want your thing to be behind that. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> so they gave me this slot. There's about a foot and a half between a, an old fridge and these white petitions. You'll see it when you when you watch the video but it basically we were able to, to design this whole thing so that the background was the petitions uh they had a, a kind of a envelope style background that kind of comes out and lighting sound everything as you see it now it's looking good and when they're done they just fold it all up and away it goes so my point is it's not requiring a massive fit out to be able to produce these videos but also what's interesting um and, you know, you don't need to reveal numbers and stuff, but unless you're happy to, <clears throat> but it's the fact that this is something where you've applied your 20 years of knowledge into how can we solve a problem that we know is going to get worse? How do we stop? And I love your point about we just don't want to stop to be trailing across Sydney to have meetings anymore. Like, and I think the most important thing about running a business is that very few businesses reach and attain the point where they get to have freedom. They might make a lot of money, but they're having to really work for it. And I'm really trying to demonstrate to my community that success isn't just financial. How much freedom do you have? How much freedom do you have to go, I'm not going to work today? Can you just go, I'm not going to work today and the money's still going to roll in? And if the answer to that is no, then you have a problem in your business. And what I love about this is that you've cracked a code on providing a really valuable system for your clients. It solves a real problem. People don't always want crews to come into their office and disrupt everything, but you're solving a real problem and you're making recurring revenue to support them with you know, coaching, post-production, and making sure that they're getting value from their investment. And I predict that what you'll see is years and years of people going, why would we stop this? You had a great mm, case mm. study with a client of yours the other day who runs an events company saying they were spending two and a half grand a month. We were spending about the same on a videographer. He just sees it as this kind of such an important part of his business now that I can't imagine he'd ever stop paying you. And that is a beautiful business relationship because you're solving a very real problem. You're generating great revenue from it and it's scalable. And if you want to take tomorrow off, you pretty much could. I mean, is, is that what's happening in your world? Yeah. I mean, look, when you think back to the origin of the threat of, you know, because I'm keeping in mind here, we're talking to, to predominantly video companies and videographers and stuff. I mean, the iPhone was a threat. The DSLR camera was a threat. The low cost of technology was a threat, right? And you can repel against that and say, oh, but we do the professional thing. Or you can just wait for your revenue to dwindle as more and more co competition starts to soak up opportunities that you may be ordinarily getting so you can either fight it or join it and we realized we had to be harmonious about our approach to this be real about the fact that clients are going to 
you know, what was it? The, the buyer controls the sales process, you know, like, and it is 100% true if they don't have budget or they want to spend their money elsewhere or they think they can leverage it in other ways, then we're trying to foster in both professional video marketing as well as our DIY, this ideal of reuse, repurpose, recycle, refashion. You know, if they're just constantly smashing out video after video and not looking at their marketing in that way, it's time consuming. It's costly. It's resource swallowing, you know. And so they got to be looking at ways that they can leverage. I listened to your podcast this morning, Dan. And I was like, oh, we don't edit. Uh, we like it authentic. And I was like, shit, you know, that's something that I really could take away with me right now with the way that we're producing our show is overly engineering and I'm getting a little bit too carried away on the on the directorial side and just trying to polish so much that it's taking a lot of time but you know there's so many efficiencies in business to be had and you know we need to be treating them really seriously because when I think it all comes down to uh, what we do in business it is ultimately time that is going to be the decider of whether things move forward or they don't. And, and for us, you know, you know, and I'm just sort of on a bit of a ramble here, I think at the moment, Dan, so pull me up at any point. I think you know, I'll talk to that point about why we don't edit and, and it's, and it's very deliberate. We put two episodes out a week. We're up to something like 235, yeah. 240 episodes in two years. That is an enormous amount of work to just produce that much content. We took a month off one, one August to test having a break. And it really impacted the listeners. People were commenting that they weren't hearing the show. And so my commitment to this show is I do two episodes a week, no matter what. And to do that, I can't be, you know, editing. I just don't have the time and capacity. Mm. This is a free show, which I pack full of value, which is a lead generator for my business. Um, and so we, we um, bank on enough people coming through us asking for help and then we can work with them in another capacity. Um, but it's a small fraction of the number of people who listen to the show. And I'm okay with that. that that's completely fine. I love making this show. I love getting to talk to you and other great guests. We then take this content, we repurpose it. We've got a team who look after that. I purposely don't edit the show for one very good reason. And that's just to demonstrate by doing that done beats perfect. And yes. A lot of filmmakers get very caught up in feeling yes. like everything they do has to be perfect. Yes. And the fact is, I mean, I know people who take a podcast like this and cut out the ums and the ahs and the edit it all. It doesn't add any more value to the message I'm trying to share. Yeah. I want video businesses to take this stuff, get out, implement it, and make some money. Mm. And, and if I focus too much on the production value mm. and made it too perfect, like, it, it, it's just not who I am. And so it's more authentic for me to have a cough and go, oh, sorry, I just coughed or <laughs> my throat. I, like I'm a human being, you know, I have good days. I have bad days. Yes. I don't want to present this polished look. I'm not a polished person, but what I do do is get great results for my clients because we get shit done. And so I, it's really more about the get stuff done, get shit done, put it out. It doesn't have to be perfect, but the sheer volume of content we put out reaches more people and the people that do resonate with us end up joining our programs and staying for years. And that's ultimately what I'm looking to do is to, to attract the right people in who don't, 
who don't care about that shit. Yeah, like, that's right. I, I used to have people who would comment on an email I'd send saying there's a spelling mistake. I'm like, you should read my book. This does, yeah. this dozens. It's yes. not important when yes. what we're talking about is yes. you getting off your arse yes. and calling a client and making a sale because that's what's going to make the biggest thing to move the needle. Now, for you, I get it. You know, you're a different personality to me and you are producing a more polished product for your clients. But I do think it's you've got to be clear on the fact that is going to all this trouble to edit all the stuff yes. actually that important? That's right. Yes, yes. And or, or is know, it or is it slowing us down from putting out more content and hitting more people? I think I think both. You know, like I have no regrets, and I think going through it is understanding what our capacity to deliver content is. You know, is directly related to the how obsessed we get about everything being perfect. And so, you know, going through that and going to the polarizing end of the spectrum in terms of, hey, just a straight live stream ad hoc type interview versus, you know, something that's polished and, and all of that. I mean, understanding what those two areas feel like, I think is part of the process of knowing how to streamline and make things more efficient in the long term. And I think that's what the DIY program is all about as well. So our clients are sick of poorly producing iPhone quality content like hacks and they're you know asking for multi-million dollars from their clients and they've got these shithouse you know iPhones that's a really great point <laughs> like you know what what kind of problems is a business solving and at what yeah. price point yeah and therefore does the way you communicate marry up with the the price point of the problem you're solving. I think that's a really interesting point because that is what is most important. You know, if you're solving a hundred thousand dollar problem, then yeah, an iPhone video is probably not going to cut it. But it depends. <laughs> it depends on what it is, you know. And that's where you come in as a producer, as a production company, to help clients understand what is the right balance for them. And I guess that's where you produce them um, or point them in the direction of producing them in a certain way to suit the market. Yeah, and we're sitting in the middle of iPhone and high-end production, you know, so they're not willing to go and get do the types of stuff they want to be doing by getting a crew out every single time, do you know what I mean? And so they want flexibility to record when they want, to look better in Zoom meetings and pr present better doing that, and also find new and innovative ways to sell to their market, like do you know what a game changer the video reply inquiry has been for our business? Oh my God, it is just like killing our sales process in a good way, that is. And then our, our proposal walkthrough video. Those two videos at that pre-sale area are personalized, show that we love them, show that we care, that they're not a number. That is a huge deciding factor when somebody's looking at you and two other quotes in you know, trying to figure out who they should go with, you know, personalization will win, you know. Plus, plus you're, you're, you're demonstrating your technical ability to produce Correct. great looking video. That's right. In a Zoom call. Yeah. And when somebody's inquiring about DIY program and I reply straight away with a video, personalized video for them from the yeah. DIY video studio, they're like, right, this yeah. is what I can be doing. And, and this is the thing that that I think is, you know, we've known each other a little while now. I always love hanging out with you because I love the way you run your business. You like, you understand that it's not just about being different for different sake. It's about genuinely caring about the outcome and being sharp enough to come up with unique ways to stand out. 
And I think that's partly because a lot of video business owners are very introverted and therefore they, they want to hide behind the camera. But I, I really believe if you want to succeed and have a very, very healthy income and living from video production, stepping out of your comfort zone to get on camera and yeah. talk to people yeah. will blow your business up. And yeah, that's an interesting point because do you know how many people out of all the inquiries we get for people wanting to work with us or they're, oh, they're coming from the UK and they want to start doing camera work here or whatever it might be, right? All of those people that want to work with us in some capacity, you know how many lead with video? I'd say zero. Fucking zero. Zero. And like this, I was talking to Kim Barrett, who was on the show a while ago, and he's a, he runs a big marketing agency in Perth. And he said, you know what? It, it baffles me that video production companies do not use video to sell their own service. That's like saying, uh, I'm a steak restaurant, but I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, like cruelty to animals. It's like, like, what? like be, be, be congruent, you know? Show us how great you are. Don't tell us. Don't how ask much me for a, 20 grand. Yeah. Yeah. And how much a, like opinion sways when you're at Harvey Norman and you're looking at vacuum cleaners and someone goes, the sales guy goes, I've got this very vacuum cleaner and it is the best thing. I'm so glad that I bought it. And you're like, shut up and take my money. It's done. I know. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of that same concept. You know, it's we're, we're right from the start of our business or very early on in our business, we committed to leading by, what is it? Eating our own dog food, leading yeah. by example, showing them how we do it and how they can do it too. Well, it's that's why big, it's like back thing. to why I don't edit the show. My phone's been buzzing away during the show, you know, <laughs> there's stuff drilling. Us. It's not perfect, <laughs> but you know what? I guarantee someone will take away two or three really amazing lessons from this. And mm. if they apply it in their business, they will make money. That is my objective. I want to demonstrate to people it doesn't have to be perfect, but thinking about an idea doesn't execute. And, and I think now more than ever, you have to just try stuff like you know, this. You didn't get this, this whole kit thing right first time. It's taken two or three years and, and anything worthwhile, I think takes time to, to come together. And you know, like it's a hundred percent, nothing will ever be perfect. We've still got to go back to our existing clients and, and resell on the opportunities now that the ZOY program has like, you know, because when we started, it was, you know, some equipment. We realized yeah. that that was nothing unless people had the training, the resources, the knowledge to be know how to implement and do things properly. Right. So, you know, like there's so much still to learn from our perspective, but um, we, we've got a very confident where we know where this is positioned. We know people are loving it. You know, marketing's working better now. Things, advertising uh, is starting to work. So there is more and more people looking at it as a, as a, feasible option and i think that's only going to get there's only going to be more demand as people realize that you know the iphone is an unacceptable um device for professional video marketing it doesn't solve all the challenges you know it's not an iphone's still just that device in your pocket that makes everyone a video producer but doesn't make them overly uh good at it <laughs> yeah you know yeah yeah Hmm. Now, I'm conscious you've got to go and pick up your kids, so we'll wrap this up now. Okay. But Chris, it's been great catching up, and let's let's get you back on the show very soon because I, I think the listeners will always get value from someone of your pedigree sharing the, the real challenges you have today in 2021 
you know, readjusting continually to what does yeah. the landscape look like and um and we'll link to that that yeah. that url over on the website as yeah. well so yeah, yeah go have a look. It'd be great to have you back on again sometime mate yeah look it's my pleasure dan and i just love listening to your show man and what you're doing for the video community i think is outstanding and i think you know you should give yourself a big pat on the back the vba man go the vba <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. i'll chat to you soon all right take care That's all for this episode of the Video Made Simple podcast. If you want to start on the path to become a video marketing professional, go to ridgefields.com.au slash learn. And for only $47, you get instant access to our online course plus live coaching sessions with me every month. Let us help you take the mystery out of producing video. So go to ridgefields.com.au slash learn and see you next week.